I just got some piercings done at a great price. Only a buccaneer. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 310. I am Michael Gaines. Did you remember to turn on my audio this time? Yes, I did. <laughs> I did. I turned on your audio. This is Renata. <laughs> what are you drinking, Renata? I, I well, I, I enjoyed my actual cocktail of the cast earlier today because it was one of those days. Um, I had a classic martini earlier, but this is my my usual after dinner drink is either just a tight, I mean tiny, tiny little glass of sherry or port. This is Tokay. It is um, a Hungarian dessert wine. And uh, it's very nice. It, it basically tastes like spice cake in a glass. So it's mm. quite lovely. But it's it's very wintry to me. <laughs> it is. I don't know. I just I don't drink this in the summer. Well, um, I don't have anything to drink. I've been Nothing? sick. No, I've been sick. So we always talk uh, about the things we've done. So All right. So here's the deal. If you want to hear how sick I was... Go listen to this week in Trek. I was a disaster. Very I was, good, huh? Oh my god! So, like people, like I turn on because we do that live, and people are like, "Oh, you look like crap." I'm like, "Yeah, I feel like crap." The Saturday was like the absolute worst day of my illness, hmm. and I had to is do a show. It, <laughs> it was terrible. Is it that upper respiratory thing that's going around? Uh no, well, what, it was what's more going of a around head cold. here and what's going around there may be very different. Head colds here. Mm. You know, it's an upper respiratory thing. My sister had it and my mother actually had it. Mm-hmm. Um, but knock on whatever, I haven't gotten it so far. Uh, so, and you're sipping on. I'm sipping on alcohol. You should be sipping on Nyquil. I know. <laughs> uh, so no, no alcohol for me today. Sorry, nope. Allie. No. Nope. No. Nope. So that, but that's what you did this week that, was be sick. My, my week, my week was sleeping. Mm. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I have nothing to talk about. My plan this week was to start um, getting on some toys and such. Mm-hmm. So um, well, that didn't happen. I had a busy week. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of it was taken up early this week by extensive testing on Dark Moon Fair profession quests. I will, will be talking about in the news section, but this falls into the category of doing tedious quests so you don't have to trademark. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, I spent the better part of a morning testing various uh, scenarios and such with the Dark Moon quests. So, um, yeah, that was, I mean, it was definitely worth doing because I, I, after that, I understood a lot how it worked. Um, just as a quick spoiler for the news section, this is the first Dark Moon Fair since 8.1 went live. Right, right. And as a result, the changes that they made to Dark Moon Fair profession quests went live where mm-hmm. they said they would apply to your current expansion. Well, Yes and no. There were some caveats there and some things you had to know to really make that work. So mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about that later in the news section. Okay. My Void Elf Warlock, the one that I 
am doing regular with with heirlooms is now 94 mm-hmm. and one of the things that has been a little bit disconcerting is how few zones she has done to get from 60 to 94 mm-hmm. she did only two zones in outland and that got her to 71, almost 72. Mm-hmm. She did Hellfire Peninsula and Netherstorm. And then I moved to Vosgeer. And I did almost 87 there. And I didn't do the last two chapters because there's there's a there's a buggy thing where you can lose the, the quest thread. At that point. And there's something you can do to fix it, but I didn't feel like it. So I just went to Twilight Highlands, mm-hmm. where I went f- until I was just short of 91. Well, twi- in my I don't like um, swimming zones, underwater zones. Well, it's not bad with a warlock. Okay. I would never do it on a melee DPS, because that's just terrible. One of the things that doing Vostier always reminds me of is... There was it was actually a question on Reddit of what real life applications can you think of for game skills? And I said, well, you know, it's almost more interesting to think of what what real life skills that you have have application to games. And um, I'm a scuba diver. Mm -hmm. I I haven't dived in a while, but I have lots and lots of different uh, certification levels. I have. Deep water, wreck, rescue. Um, I did everything short of dive master other than take the final exam because I didn't want to carry insurance. Uh. I wanted to stay at a non-professional level so I didn't have to I didn't have to carry liability insurance. Is dive master an achievement? Dive master is an achievement, <laughs> but it is also a it's your first professional level. No, I, I know. I'm so being silly. Um but it's really interesting how useful diving real life is to doing these underwater zones. I have to give Blizzard props. Whoever designed Vostgir has diving experience, at least someone in the design process, because it's little things like the disorientation of distance mm-hmm. and position. You're, you're in a true 3D environment. Um but also the concept of swimming levels. Fish and other creatures in, in the ocean or the lakes swim at different strata of the water. Mm-hmm. So some fish go along the bottom, some fish swim in midwater, some fish prefer to swim at the top. Blizzard's the same way. They Vostgir has swimming strata. And you can avoid, if you understand what mobs occupy which strata, you can avoid almost all of the unwanted encounters in Vostgir. Hmm, okay. So it's, it's, kind of a, it's, it's kind of a funny, you know, real-world applications. I think I've, I've talked about this before, probably during Cataclysm way, way back when, when we were doing the shows then. But anyway, after I went to Vostgir, of course, I went to Draenor. And I'm now 94. I just opened up my garrison. I did it. I did go through the scenario. There is a way to to skip it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't do it. The way to skip it there, if you just go on and you say you know skip garrison quests, Draenor. There's a way to do it by going to the Timeless Isle, 
sitting in this chair talking to somebody and you get ported off to Draenor and you skip the whole entrance uh, quests. But frankly, I just did them because it's good experience. Those Draenor treasures are still giving really, really good, like three and a half percent of a level per. Yeah, I heard. And I got to from like 92 and a half to 94 just on, I did about maybe two thirds of the treasures in Shadow Moon Valley. Mm-hmm. I've done and the I'm same like, thing. Yep. Geez, I'm going to be able to get to 98 now to here, <laughs> just, just looting treasures and, and, and doing herbs. Those treasures are amazing for leveling. Um, yes, they are. But you only, you have to you really have to be able to fly to do it. So oh, sorry, yeah. naked and afraid people, you can't do this. Oh, damn. Yep, they can't fly because that was earned by somebody else. Okay. So, but it got me thinking about the the changes that have been made to leveling and the speed of leveling. Um. I mean, I'm I'm doing this leveling thing because I didn't want to pay sixty bucks to Blizzard to get a boost to one hundred and twenty, but I want an Alliance Warlock. I want a uh, terminal level right. Alliance Warlock. But it just seems to me that one of the things has changed with the game. I mean, there's always been an element of rush, rush, rush to the end, right. but it just seems as though everything happens so fast. It does. I mean, the the push to do mythics, the push to do raids, the push to do mythic raids. It's all how fast you can do it. it. This is why I'm looking forward to Classic because I sort of miss the ability to slow down a bit. Well, you've uh, always got the ability slow to slow down. Well, do you, though? Because, I mean, I mean you do, but but the, the the collective, the community as a whole is just push, 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 push. And uh-huh. so I miss that 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 Saturday or Sunday in Stranglethorn, uh-huh. like just spending the entire day or weekend in just one spot, or doing BRD on on a late Saturday afternoon or something like that with a bunch of people. Those are the kinds of things that I miss. I mean, even the even the dungeons are shorter. They've been shorter since uh, since Burning Crusade. But but I can understand why I'm Burning Crusade because. As much as I love vanilla for what it was, there was also that oh my god, like hurry up and wait, <laughs> you know. So yeah, so there and was some both of, of those dungeons were really just too long. Mm-hmm. Maradon, for example. Yeah, Maradon was just a slog fest. It was gorgeous though. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, don't fall off the cliffs. <laughs> and of course, there is that glowing example of of beauty at the end of Maradon, mm-hmm. which is yes. Princess. I mean, she is without compare. <laughs> but, I mean, Wailing Caverns could take an awfully long time. Yeah. In the old days. So, I mean, and, but is that good? Is that bad? You know, it was kind of fun to do those, those some of those long dungeons. But, in my opinion, I think the fact that things took longer meant that there was less downtime. There was mm-hmm. there was less. Well, I'm you know we we've been pushing, 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 and you know and now I've got nothing else to do. That's sort of how I feel about it now. It's it's like you you had so much time, mm-hmm. and 
I think this is my opinion, but I think the first time there was ever really a push to finish is when Burning Crusade was announced. And like, oh, well, we only have X amount of time to finish what we're doing because then we got to move on to the next thing. Uh-huh. Like, what would WoW have been like if they had kept that slowness to the game? Well, there was still quite a bit of slowness in Burning Crusade. I really think that things started to pick up with, you know, it, it did. It's picked up speed a little bit of speed with each expansion. I think mm-hmm. with each one there was until now. I mean, you had one, ten, you had one twenties like in a day and a half, two days, mm-hmm. and that's crazy. That's just crazy. Yeah. Um, but, I, but but the problem is, is if if you didn't, then people would complain. What the? Oh, well, maybe I, it was a different time. I mean, that's all I'm going to say about the whole thing. Is it was just a different time. Games are different. Um, as much time as it as it was to level, it was still so much faster than other games at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was much faster than EverQuest. Yeah, where it took like a month to get a level. Um, yep, literally. Uh, uh, and you could. And the, don't forget, with EverQuest, you could lose experience mm-hmm. through unres deaths. Yes. So that's why I think the games today, I think maybe not Pandaria, maybe Warlord, somewhere somewhere later, maybe not even Cataclysm, yeah, maybe maybe Warlords. And, and I'm sure people are going to say, well, what about this? What about this? But my, my knee-jerk reaction to that is that that's when things really started to just push, 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 push fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get it. I understand why. It, I, I just think I need to take a little time to um, sort of assess the games and then see what I can do to make it more enjoyable because I push myself. I do. Yeah, me too. I admit it. Yeah, and and the thing is, is that I can I can say, well, you know, if I didn't want to go through those zones that fast, I could just take off my heirlooms. Yeah, sure. I could turn off my experience gains. There's a lot of things I could do, but I'm really trying to get to 120. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's I just find it kind of interesting how little time I spend in all but just a few ex. Um, levels mm-hmm. and in it, as i'm going through these expansions i skipped pandaria entirely on this character yeah. of course yeah so it's uh as i said it's it's been it's been pretty interesting in that regard but i do need to go back and finish war campaigns because one of the things that they're talking about with we'll get to this with the um new races that are coming up and probably it's going to be part of pathfinder 2 mm-hmm. part 2 is finishing all four parts of the war campaigns and one through three are out right now mm-hmm. part four is going to be released after the um battle of Desaralor raid comes mm-hmm. out on the 22nd of this month mm-hmm. that's when the last part of the war campaign is going to be out yeah so, and I'm only doing it on one character per side. Both my rogues mm-hmm. are doing that. So, I want to ask you something because I've been meaning to do this. I have, I've, I remembered where my void elf is. <laughs> um, she's on. You Ka- lost your void elf. No, I forgot what server she's on. She's on Kara's server. Um, how do you like playing 
uh, a Void Elf, now that you've gotten her past 90, I mean, is there anything special about playing a Void Elf, or is it just like another... Not really. Okay. Not really. I mean, I, I there's that little racial that you have, which is sort of like the Demon Gate for um, a Warlock, which I never use that either. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Um, I use it. I mean, I, I can't say I never use it. I use it occasionally to like get over when when I'm in zones where I can't fly. I, I've used it to to get over like you know really deep mm-hmm. crevices and especially in the old world zones. But as I said, it's not it's not something I use. She's fine. Okay. I mean, her hair turns purple when she's <laughs> casting and such. Um, she's fine. Okay. I just I don't really see what's that special about no, her? I, I asked because I remember when Blood Elves first came out and they were, I mean, apart from the fact that they were just so conceited and, you know, they're <laughs> like that whole, I mean, they, they just had so much personality to them. Right. And I only got my Void Elf so far. I mean, not very far at all. Uh, so I I need to get back into playing that that uh, that race. Well, she's, I mean, she, I mean, you're talking generalities. She has a, mine has a personality. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she does, she, she's one of those, she kind of is modeled after a girl that I knew in college who was <laughs> model beautiful. I mean, drop dead gorgeous, but she did everything she could to hide it mm-hmm. with, I mean, she just wore a fairly plain hairstyle and she always wore turtle turtle these big turtleneck sweaters and jeans and hiking boots. Mm-hmm. So she always just wears very kind of frumpy clothes. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's don't hate me because I'm beautiful, but that she's kind of modeled after this girl that I knew. But, um, and then they do the same thing that, that the blood elves do where they stand there with their head kind of cocked off to one side, like, Oh God, I don't really care about any of this. <laughs> Um, but they don't, I mean, the blood elves, one of the big things about them was they're, they're cool. They had a really cool racial, right? They, oh, they did. The, and I, I just don't think that the racial that racials that the void elves have is, or anything particularly special. No. I mean, if anyone's got any cool tricks for how to use that, that demon gate, like, uh, thing, I'm all ears. I, I just haven't really found much use for it, yeah. especially not in zones where I can fly. Yeah. Blood elves had the uh, the silence, racial. Yes, yeah. Then yeah. that was that was always yep. really good. Enjoy the silence. So, so this week in WoW we've got some brawls in PvP going on. Mm-hmm. Um, next Tuesday starts the World Quest bonus week. Yes, um, I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, I've got some of my tunes that are really low on uh, war resources, so okay. they're gonna want to do that. <laughs> I don't even know. I haven't used any in so long. I probably still have like the twelve hundred or whatever it was I had before. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna check while we do this. Uh, hmm. It's interesting. See, I you know what it is. I got exalted. I know that I can get uh, Paragon, but I just haven't. That's what I've been doing. That's all I do is I mostly just go onto my one character who's exalted with everything, and she just grinds it for Paragon. Mm-hmm. Um, I also go on them and see if there's any that have pet charms. Okay. I have 517. Okay. So the pet charms are, those add up, especially if you can get it high enough that you can get the extras as mm-hmm. well. So naked and afraid update. No, it's okay. not too late to join. We've okay. had several people 
say, ask if it's too late to join. It's not. I've decided that this season is going to run until 8.1.5, which will be released sometime in March. So when 8.1.5 opens, this season of Naked and Afraid closes. All right. Do you have any ideas for the next one? I do. And it's going to happen about four to six weeks after this. Uh huh. Naked and Afraid, Ooh. All Druids All Day. Oh, yes. It's going to, this is a chance to get, I said to play four to six weeks to get everyone so that they can open up their Zandalari and Kultiran mm-hmm. races. Oh, yes. I'm going to do a Kultiran Druid. Mm-hmm. I don't know which spec yet. It's not going to be. Feral, though, because I have already done Feral. It might be Boomkin. I don't know. But um, as I said, it's going to be all Druids all day. Uh, you don't have to do Zandalari or Kaltirin, but it has to be a Druid. Okay. Now, it's interesting because I have seen so many times over the years where people say, oh, are Druids good to level with? And I remember leveling in Vanilla and, and later where I'm I'm just – not a fan of druids anymore, but I hang on to this character because she was my first, right? You know, you, you mm-hmm. have to, you have to. So I don't know. I don't, should I do this? Maybe? No, I don't know. We'll see. Druids are fun. I, I really enjoy playing druids and I actually like the Kul'Tiran druid forms. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are, are pretty cool looking. They're all the wicker guys. So, uh, we do have a new finisher and the first finisher in the War Mode Edition, Ooh. Mischief, with three days, nine hours, and 23 minutes, wow. our current leader overall in both divisions. I do have a correction to make, though. When I announced Gagnier's finish time last time, mm-hmm. I did not deduct his previous three hours and 50 minutes for the time that he ah. spent from 1 to 20, because he, what we did is anybody who is starting a non-allied race got to deduct the time that they spent getting them up to level 20. It was the easiest way to, to even it out. So the people who started at 20 would, they all, all start out on an even slate. So if you, if you deduct that time, his corrected finishing time was three hours, nine, three, three days, 19 hours and 20 minutes. Nice. We also had a add-on suggestion Ooh. from Cinna mm-hmm. uh, the Discord uh, for those who are playing War Mode. It's a add-on called Spy. I've used it for years. Um, and this is quoting from their description. This add-on scans the combat log for actions performed by enemy players. If an enemy player is detected, the add-on will attempt to determine their class, race, and level based on the ability that was used. The add-on will then sound an alert and add the enemy player to its list. Spy can be configured to announce enemy player counters and a chat channel and can also be configured to share data with other spy users in your party raid or guild. This allows players to share information and determine the location of enemy players over a vast area. Nice. Yes, I have used this so many times. And has this saved your bacon? Oh, yes. Um, (laughs) So if you're on a, let's say you're playing on a night elf, right? And spy Mm -hmm. chirps and says there's somebody nearby. Boop. I go and viz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shadow meld. Shadow meld. There you go. Um, or you know, you could just pop in if you're a mage. You can pop in viz and then move around. Mm-hmm. Yep. So sure. So thank you, Cinna, for that excellent suggestion. Mm-hmm. Dark Moon Fair. 
All right, let's talk about this. Yeah, well, the change was, is they said that it was going to now give points for your highest expansion pack your character has unlocked. Mm-hmm. So if you have a 120 who's working on BFA levels, it will give five points to your BFA level skill. Okay. Which is really, really cool. Now, there are caveats. Because, okay. of course, this is Blizzard. There's hitches. <laughs> First thing is, of course, you must have at least one point in that X-Pax profession. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if you're 120, if the latest level that you that you trained was Legion, it won't add it to magically add it to BFA level because right. you don't have it. This was the one that was tripping people up very early on because I noticed this too when I went in with a character who had changed his professions mm-hmm. recently. That his inscription quest wasn't showing up even though he had 112 points in his bfa inscription level the inscription quest wasn't showing up Hmm. and the reason that i figured that i knew that in the old system you had to for like for the fishing quest you had to have a certain amount of points in fishing for it to show up and i said well right what if you have to have points in your original levels, your original tier 1 to 300 levels, because he had no points in original inscription because he changed to inscription after VFA uh, came out. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I got everything that I needed to level him up to about 100. Mm-hmm. And I stood in front of the inscription uh, quest giver, and I ground out my levels until I had to go back at some point and train, and then I came back. And when I hit 75, ding, the exclamation point comes Oh, interesting. Okay. Now I could get the quest, and now I got five points in my highest X-Pack level, which is was his Zandalari levels. Okay. See, now, Ren always with the experiments. Oh, but, but it, wait, there's more. Oh. I said, well, what hap- is this the same for manufacturing professions as it is for gathering professions as it is for cooking and fishing, which everybody gets? So I ground through various tunes that I had mm-hmm. <laughs> and painstakingly proved that on fishing and cooking and herbalism and, le- and skinning and that they all were 75 points. So... Mm-hmm. I did this so you don't have to. Um, I didn't do it for all the manufacturing professions because I didn't have it. Now, if you got all of them way back when because you never changed your profession, it's not going to be a problem. But right. for people who changed their professions when that became possible due to the expansion pack tiers, you have to go and you have to get that one through 75 points. Mm. Now, okay. the other thing I determined is splitting points is possible. So, for example, if you have 148 points in um, BFA cooking, right? But you only had you hadn't you hadn't finished your Legion cooking at, when you went into the next expansion, and say you've got only 120 points in that, it'll actually put the two points you need to to max out BFA cooking, and then add the three down to the next level 
And now you've got 123 points uh-huh. in Legion. So there's the splitting points is, is works too. Speaking of cooking, we're talking about this on Discord. Um, I haven't started cooking yet because the entry to cooking was fishing. And right. I didn't want that. It, it, and historically, it's always been that the entry to cooking was just whatever you would get. Right. You know, wolf drops. drops or something like that. So I know you can buy stuff off the auction house, of course. But I just, eh, it, it was a, just a turn off for me because I'm not a fan of fishing. I've done it, I've maxed it, I got my legendary. Uh, but I, I, I wasn't happy with the fact that I was forced to do it. To, mm-hmm. to level something else. So I never got around to it. Have you started it now? No, I will. <laughs> well, I, I can't say that there's any... I'm. The thing is, it, it is so cheap to buy things other people have made because in BFA cooking, unlike... Well, they did. They started this with... They start this with Legion or they start with this with Draenor. Mm-hmm. You make like seven to ten of them with every combine. Yeah. So, you know, you, you combine up a, a bunch of them to skill, and you've got a bags full of this stuff. So people are selling stat food on the auction house, and it's gotten really cheap. So I, I don't blame you. I might not necessarily bother level cooking, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. So uh, I'm just sort of making a point. And besides, I don't really feel the need for cooking. I mean, oh, I'm going to go down that rabbit hole again. No, nope, not going to do it. Not going to go down that no, because no. What? No, it's the whole like do professions really matter anymore? Oh, that, thing. yeah. Well, and the, but the thing is is that I I've kind I I had talked I think a couple weeks ago about I I had been strongly considering removing all of the manufacturing professions from all of my tunes mm-hmm. and just going straight gatherer. And I found that I really just haven't been able to make that break completely Mm -hmm. i'm still going to have one blacksmith one leather worker one inscriptionist one engineer and one alchemist i'm not interested you know i for some reason tailoring doesn't do it for me and jewel crafting doesn't do it for me but i'm certainly oh and one enchanter right i'm not going to have multiples of manufacturing professions so it's just one each and then as i said there's a couple i'm not going to bother to have but I almost ditched in engineering. It's on my mage, for heaven's sake. I mean, <laughs> but she's my panda mage. She's got a lot of flavor. You know, yeah. she's she's a character. And for her not to have engineering, just it it isn't right. Yeah. I don't know why it isn't right. <laughs> so once again, character wins. Sure. So, okay. So the 8.1.5 PTR has opened nice um just real quick before we started because oh, we were talking about um we were talking about um uh professions i just wanted to check on the price of vial of the sands on my server because i haven't looked it up in a while you're not gonna believe what it's at hmm. <laughs> Forty-five thousand. oh my god yeah i hate my server how how What's the what's the highest that you sold one for? Uh, one hundred twenty, maybe one hundred eighteen, or something like that. And mm-hmm. my sir, because we have so many bots on the server that all they do is just like they, they give them mats. You see them, you see them running around farming elementals. They 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 do their like sharp turns, 
when you kill mm-hmm. a mob that they were going for, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna get upset. Okay. Anyway, so yes, the PTR <laughs> has opened. Mm-hmm. They aren't testing everything. So, what are they testing here? Yeah. Um, well, Coltaran and Zandalari race unlocks. That's mm-hmm. obvious. Um, and as a matter of fact, um, I saw that. I, I don't know who it was, but on Wow, uh, Wowhead, um, on uh, YouTube somewhere, they have the jokes for the Colteran. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I haven't looked at them yet. Naga invasion. Did you know about this? Did we know about this? I don't remember knowing about this. I think that was mentioned during the uh, during BlizzCon that there were going to be Naga invasions. Okay. Well, that makes sense because of uh, Ajara. Mm-hmm. So I get that. Oh, the portal rooms. Yeah. You want, did you see those? No, I haven't seen them yet. No. I've Have seen you? pictures. I've seen pictures of them, but no, I, I need to get on the PTR. I should probably do that. Right. Um, and and take a look. So yeah, they've got new portal rooms. They're gorgeous. I'm just glad that they're kind of going to have them all in one spot because you know Orgrimmar the the drag was getting pretty cluttered. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> it was, and Stormwind was getting a bit cluttered also. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So they're going to have the next chapter of raiding with leashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, pet battles are going to be pets of Pandaria. Uh, collecting pets from uh, Mogashan Vaults, the Terrace, the Endless Spring, and Hearts of Fear. There will be 12 pets. Three magic, three elemental, two beasts, two flying, one undead, and one dragonkin. Mm-hmm. And they're also going to be testing the Warsong Gulch and Arathi Basin graphic improvements. Interesting. The things that were announced for 48.1.5 but are not yet on the PTR. Okay, we've got the new war campaign quests, which we talked uh-huh. about already. Uh-huh. Um, new manufacturing profession quests. All right, I didn't look at these. Have you? No, I haven't. All I right. haven't. Um, I don't know what these are. Hati quests. Hati. Hati is Hattie. the um, beastmasters from Legion. Will love Hati. Oh yes, yes, Hattie yes. Hati yes, was yes. a quest you could get that gave you your second pet. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's going to be some quest where you're going to be able to tame a new hottie. Mm, okay. And Magni quests. Right, right. Draenor time walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, we expected that at some point. Oh, yeah. um, it's not listed here, but Blizzard said that we were going to get auction house updates. I'm assuming that it's not in this because I didn't see it in the in the notes. So maybe 8.2? Maybe. Um, I, I suspect that they're... They be, are more complicated than perhaps. Oh, I'm sure. They, um, so there's going to be some new PvP stuff. There's a new brawl. Winter Grasp is coming to the Epic Battlegrounds list. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Brawler's Guild update. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be the, the new Dark Moon Fair roller coaster, although I've heard <laughs> that is now on the PTR. Okay. I'll have to check it out. And, and uh, new, go ahead. As a, and new micro holidays <laughs> and updates to Children's Week. Cool. Um, so there's a lot of, oh, also on top of that, uh, wait, do you have it listed here? Because, uh, I didn't see if you did. Did, did, did what? Uh, there was something that they said was in 815 and I just want to make sure that we were going to talk about it. Uh, no, I don't see it. Okay. So, um, 
why don't you keep going and then <laughs> I'm going to look this up real quick because I want to make sure I get my facts right. So this okay. is okay. <laughs> well, the cult, the 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 method for unlocking the Colturn and Zandalari races has mm -hmm. been revealed, which is fairly predictable. They're basically the same. Number one, become exalted with the aligned racial faction, which right. is Zandalari Empire or Proudmoor Admiralty. Boy, that was hard to guess. <laughs> um. Complete the Zandalar Forever or Loremaster Kul'Tiris achievements and complete your side's war campaign. As I said, only three of the four chapters are currently released. The last chapter will release after January 22nd. Okay, cool. All right, the thing um, I didn't see here, so this is what it is. It's the Crucible of the Storms intro quest. Did you have that listed? No, I didn't. Okay, so uh, there is speculation about the Zalatath. Um, ex the existence of the Zalatath in this expansion. I'm not going to go into spoilers, but I have a feeling now we're going to figure out why it's in the game. Okay. So that's all I wanted to say. Um, the racial abilities um, have been sort of finalized. There's some controversy. Mm -hmm. um, the One of the ones that's not been taught, this this is a Zandalari. There's there's an ability that's called the Race of the Loa, uh -huh. and I, I, I've listed them all out here, but I'm not really going to get into it. You can choose which one of the Loa you want to embrace, uh, Akunda, Buam, Samdi, Gong, Kimball, Kragwar, Paku, and it gives you different abilities like increased movement speed or additional health or armor and such like that. So, But these have not been finalized, mm -hmm. so... Um, Pterodax Sweep, which is an active ability, reduces your falling speed for two minutes. Oh, okay. 15-minute cooldown. Now, here's the one that's controversial. Okay. Regenerating. It's an active ability. Regenerate 25% of your maximum health every second lasts four seconds. That's mm, too much. That's, that's way overpowered. 25% of your maximum health every one second. So four seconds and you're at 100%. Right. And right now, although Blizzard says this is unintended, damage does not interrupt this. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine this in PvP? Yeah, that's way overpowered. Mm-hmm. hideously overpowered. Yes. Um, as much as I would really enjoy this ability... Mm-hmm it's it, it desperately needs a nerf yeah blizzard's response was was um these values are not final the aspect of where this is not interrupted by damage is unintended mm -hmm. we're discussing it we're discussing it well as i said it really wasn't until i thought about how this would be for pvp yeah that i'm starting to go oh I mean, yeah, 1.5 minute cooldown is a while, but it's not that long. And to be able to do a full heal. A full heal. At Temple, think of Temple of Katmogu, and you've got the ball. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> or imagine that you finally beat down that damn paladin. <laughs> finally. Yeah. And you know that his, his uh, blessing, his... Um, Lay on hands is down. Yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah. Because these Andalari can be paladins. Mm -hmm. This this could make paladins pretty much unkillable. Flag carriers, ball holders, uh, mm. uh, you know, whatever it is in PvP that that you can do. Sure. Yep. Not good. So I don't think this is going to survive the cut. Yeah. 
And then the last is City of Gold, which is increased gold earned from creatures by 2%. Now, 2% doesn't sound like a lot, but it adds up. Yeah. So, mm, I don't know. I, I, is that even necessary? I think it's just, it's color. It's, it's just color. City Maybe. of Gold. I mean, it's, it's, it fits. So, the Kulturans. Okay. <laughs> the handful of Kulturan ones. Uh, Haymaker, uh, which is active, um, wind up, then unleash your might upon your foe, dealing 20 physical damage, stunning for three seconds, and knocking them back substantially. 2.5 minute cooldown. Now, here's the thing. That two and a half minute cooldown is a long cooldown. It is. I would think that that needs to be taken down to maybe minute and a half. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's a stun and knockback. Mm-hmm. It's not unlike, you know, like the Torrin Stomp or something like that. It does a negligible amount of damage, but it's the stun and knockback that makes that. that, that I mean, that's a good spell interrupt. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's think about this for a second. So, hunters can jump back. Mm-hmm. All right. So, the jump back itself, mm, I don't know, maybe. Well, except now... Now you can move enemies away without being a hunter, or move away from them, I should say, without being a hunter. Um, the three seconds stun. Priests can stun. Yeah, and, and the other, but the other question I would have is, I mean, there are, are, are. I'm assuming that this would work like some of the other things where this wouldn't work on really high level mobs. No. Like, no. you know, 122s and up, raid mm-hmm. bosses, that sort of thing. So, it's it's interesting. I don't know. I, I guess what I'm what I'm saying is I don't mind uh, Haymaker itself. I'm just wondering about the cooldown. Like, is the cooldown too much? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. All right, Brush It Off, which is passive. Increases versatility by 1%. Okay. Uh, when you take damage, heal for 2% of that <laughs> amount over four seconds. What? Why are you laughing? Because... This is so pathetic compared to regenerating. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So your versatility is up by 1%. Woohoo. When you take damage, so you heal for 2% of that amount. So if you took 1,000 damage, you heal for 2% of the 1,000, which is 20. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, over four seconds. So mm-hmm. what what is that compared to regenerating? So that's yeah. nothing. Child of the Sea, passive, hold your breath for 50% longer and swim 10% faster. How freaking irrelevant is this today, <laughs> right? I mean, remember Vanilla that you could like you barely make it down to like grab Stranglethorn or something? Not Stranglethorn, a Strangle Kelp, mm-hmm. you know, and you would have to worry about getting back up in time. And now it's just like, oh, I'm underwater. You can be underwater for like 15 minutes. I'm exaggerating, but you know what it is. It's not the same as it used to be. So this ten percent faster is occasionally useful. Uh, swim ten percent. I would the swim ten percent faster. I would keep it. I don't know. Hold your breath fifty percent longer. Mm-hmm. Jack of all trades passive increases all trade skills by five. What, what's the other? There's another race that has that. Um, no, it's not. Know. No, wait. What? Oh, what was it? They have several that that yeah. increase by fifteen. For oh, 15, specific that's skills. What, that's what it was. But yeah. not that do all of them by, by five. five. Okay, that's right. That's what I was thinking of. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. Passive. Uh, reduces frost and nature damage by 1%. A whopping 1%. 
Well, what I find very interesting comparing these is all of the Zandalari traits, except for one, mm -hmm. are active traits. And with the Kalterans, it's exactly the opposite. Yeah. All are passive, except for one. Yeah. Interesting. And the one, to be honest, the Kalteran ones are lame. They are. <laughs> They're kind of, they, they are. They kind really of are. Lame. Uh, they really need to tweak these. Well, and the thing is, is that increase all trade skills by five. Mm hmm. I'm not even sure that that's terribly useful because it's not like hit. If this was like EverQuest, mm -hmm. where you could fail combines, yeah, this would be could be a game changer. Yeah, but the fact you know, so so it these you know increases whatever trade skill usually goes on the upper end. So for example, with pandas, they have plus fifteen to cooking. So in their vanilla levels, instead of being 1 to 300, it's 1 to 315. Mm -hmm. It's not like those extra 15 points get you anything. Yeah. It's not like you you would fake, you know, your 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 pies would, would burn and your souffles would fall. Right. Um, so I'm not really entirely sure how helpful this uh, is. Because uh, yeah. as I said, you can't fail combines. No, you so. can't. You you can fail herbalism. You can like when you when you just tick over to your next like step. Um, and mining too. And mining can... failed, failed, failed. Well, big deal. You didn't waste anything except time. Mm -hmm. It's not like you did a combine and then it failed. You know, you you lose your uh, your items. Uh, Children's week changes. Reports of a cast was a castless or case did castless. Cast oh, okay. Castless Zandalori Whistle, probably an alliance equivalent. Four new battle pets, three aquatic, Mr. Craggs. I love that. Mr. Craggs. Um, uh, Beakbert and yes. Froglet and one dragonkin, Scaly. Yeah. So, what the, I mean, the, the Castless Zandalari Whistle, um, mm -hmm. and as I said, whatever the alliance equivalent is, probably a, a you know, a orphaned Kulteran, right. I would guess means that there may be some new quests that are going to be in the in the new zones in Boralus Harbor and nice. uh, Desaralor. Mm -hmm. So that would be kind of fun. They really, as I said, they really have to do something with these holidays to spruce them up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, they do. Um, new holiday hearthstones have been data mined for Brewfest, New Year's, and Noble Garden. Nice. Stan Lee <laughs> Tribute. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. Um, there is an alliance human in uh, Stormwind named Stanley. Well, he's in the PTR. He's not. Yeah. Well, he's not released yet. I'm sure he'll be in there. So, and um, and he says Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> now they have data mined two more um, Stanley models, and it's Stanley, not Stanley. Right. right. They always they always do something to the names. One has horde armor. And one has neutral armor, but no one's found them on the PTR yet. Okay. Nice. All right. Ready for the big news? Yes. Which, which Go was ahead. like hours before we started recording. Um, like two hours before we started recording. Yeah. So um, Bungie is no longer partnering with Activision Blizzard anymore. And I want I have to sort of keep the terminology as as straight as possible because people are thinking oh well if Bungie can break from 
Activision, then Blizzard can break from Activision. It's like, no. Blizzard, um, Blizzard's parent company, Vivendi, if I, remember, if I understand all this correctly. We have to do a family have, tree here or something. Yeah. Vivendi was bought by Activision. Mm-hmm. Bungie partnered with Activision. So that's, that's the difference. Now, they weren't owned by right. A- Activision. Right. And so Bungie is taking back the rights to Destiny. The uh, publication rights, public- specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like, for example, Halo is owned by 343 Studios. Um, Bungie doesn't own that anymore. And that's gotten long in the tooth. I bought Halo 5 in an Xbox One, and I didn't even bother. I was just like, oh, this again? <laughs> Get, and and I go back. I'm a Bungie fan from way back in the marathon days. Mm-hmm. So and I even I'm getting tired of it. So yeah, um, they need to let that go for a while. So Destiny Two is still going to be on BattleNet full support. You mm-hmm. uh, if you grab the free version, you can still download it if you haven't yet. It's not going to go away. Um. They said that they do not anticipate any disruption to our services or your gameplay experience. Right. That's that's direct from a blue post. Right. So that's that. Now, what does this mean for Activision? Their stock isn't doing so well in after hours trading. No. Um, I haven't checked it since we started recording, but um, I've been seeing a bunch of reports that said, yeah, it's not, not doing well. Um, well, I'm checking the stock price right now. Okay. Um, well, it, Activision plunged about 26%. Wow. Um, oh last year. Oh, last year. And it's it dropped today. another 44%. So, yeah, it's not doing too well. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it's what's the that's um, it ATVI a- ATVI mm-hmm. usually will tell me what this what the current stock price is. Well, it, at any rate, um, it's uh, yeah, it's the it's the analyst rating right now is buy. So okay, now let's talk about that. The buy, um, Blizzard. Look, I know people have their issues with bfa i still like it i'm Me not too. i do I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bad mouth blizzard because there is no reason to i will say as i said earlier that i do wish that um m- maybe it's me maybe i'm getting older I, I i don't know but i do wish that um that wow would sort of keep my interest more than it has mm-hmm. in the past um, you know, where I would just like live and breathe it. And now I can take a break and not feel guilty, uh, so to speak. Uh, so I feel that Bl- Blizzard still has a lot to offer. They yes, have a lot of games. They have some stuff that we don't know about. Um, there's still, I mean, uh, there was an Overwatch controversy. I'm not going to get into that, but I think it was just, oh, God. Um, but I really think that Blizzard is not in as bad of a place as people like to paint them as. And only because just it's the Internet. <laughs> right. They're they're right. always going to focus. And the thing is, is that a lot of people don't understand how these big companies work. Right. 
That's true too. I don't I don't claim to understand everything about their I don't claim to even understand a, a small portion of how they work. Mm-hmm. I have worked for large companies and I know that they have they make decisions that sometimes appear to be weird from the outside, but you know, they haven't been in business for as long as they have without knowing how to do something. Right. Um I did hear that when this was announced that the Bungie employees at the at this meeting cheered. Mm-hmm. So there's been some friction, apparently, that they felt that Activision was not handling something particularly well. Yeah. When, they were very glad to be out from under that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these, these decisions don't uh, get made in a bubble. No, um, but I would also say there is definitely a culture within uh, software houses that they don't like oversight. Mm-hmm. They they like to the, their independence is something that is fiercely fought for and de- and defended. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there gets to be financial situations where that becomes not viable, mm-hmm. and they don't want to quote unquote go corporate. I've known enough game developers in my life to to know that this is kind of the prevailing culture of these independent independent. Uh, companies but yeah. you know as far as you know what the gamer is going to see and what the gamer is going to experience i don't think it's going to be much different for now no for now um, now i'm short term no but That's what i'm talking about long term maybe long term yeah i don't know how this this stock change is um is going to affect blizzard activision who knows uh i do not pretend to follow the gaming culture like i used to like 10 years ago i'd be like yeah and i'd rant about it and now i'm just like no nah, i don't care <laughs> i would care but I, I don't care about the ins and outs like i used to like 10 20 years ago when i was just like eating this stuff for breakfast all the time right uh, now i'm long story short i missed the days of like the innovative dreamcast <laughs> ps1 ps2 days Right. That's that's the very very short version of why I don't care as much as I used to anymore. Um, but that said, um, if anybody wants, oh by the way, um, check my Twitter feed. Uh, I this was written by if anybody knows uh, Patrick um, used to uh, used to be on the instance and then he worked for Blizzard. Um, he wrote a really good thread on Twitter, so check my. And it should be there from a couple days ago. He wrote a very insightful post about uh, people's attitudes and such. Mm-hmm. And um, he's always right on the nose. And he does a show called Pixels. I mean, he he gets it. So. Cool. Um, one last thing, I just wanted to acknowledge. I was I had a discussion with one of our well, the several of our discord people earlier today um malefic is one of our discord listeners who does a lot of end game rating and mm-hmm. high mythic level things and he took exception to something we had said about um classes not having the same kinds of utility oh rogues yes yes and the rogues was the one that i had that i had given and he said actually in, in the high level there's they're very very much in demand because of their ability to shroud mm-hmm. and that allows them to move a, a group of people with them stealth and yeah so um i mean it does point out the fact that since i you know i don't i don't raid i don't do the high level stuff i just don't have time i you know i enjoyed it back in the day yeah. but 
I just, I don't have the time to invest in it. So I don't know everything about everything. So I do appreciate um, someone with a different perspective pointing out that, no, actually, in this particular instance, um, they do have the utility. So actually, I'm quite gratified to learn that. And and one of our other ones, uh, Zignea, said, well, is that why I've been getting all these whispers from raiding guilds for my on my rogue to join? So, you know, maybe maybe things aren't quite so hopeless for rogues after all. What, do you shroud during the fight? Because I, I used I to use shroud a lot in it. PvP. I, 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 don't group, I don't do large groups enough to really use it that much. Yeah. So um, yeah. a raiding rogue would have to explain that one. But... Um, but as I said, apparently they're in quite high demand for. Uh, I, I imagine I don't think it would could be done during a fight. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, that's all I've got. That's all I've got. And uh, if you want to get hold of Ren, how would you do that? I am on Twitter at Warcast on Warcast <laughs> underscore Renata at and uh, well, boy, I just suddenly wow. got Wow, really what tired. were you drinking earlier? I, I had half an ounce. I am not drunk. I am just really tired all of a sudden. Uh-huh. I'm at uh, uh, Warcast underscore Renata on Twitter. I am on our Discord uh, using the username Renata at discord.worldofwarcast.com. Starmic on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, worldofwarcast at gmail.com, and discord.worldofwarcast.com. That's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.